Welcome in the Bill Michael Show. We are live. We are in Marshfield, and good to have everybody on the network now. If you missed the first hour of the show, damn, damn, it was a uh, rocking first hour. We got a lot to get to today. The uh, Rasul Douglas trade went down for the Green Bay Packers, and uh, the thought is that yeah, the Buffalo Bills needed some help in the secondary, but. The guy that was outspoken is no longer here. The proof is in the pudding. I don't think there's any coincidence in that. Um, and then, obviously, we want to get into last night. You saw the Texas Rangers. They're one win away from winning the World Series. They bombed away out in Arizona, and they have yet to lose on the road in the postseason. You've got the University of Michigan. Now, uh, the commissioner of the Big Ten has to be, like, at this point, either – cowering in a corner or just trying to uh, scurry around a room somewhere to find his cojones because for whatever reason they have not opened an official investigation into Michigan and what is Michigan going to do are they going to they, they had an assistant coach investigated by the FBI they have had numerous scandals under Harbaugh this one is the most obvious the most probably the most egregious and blatant and still have not done anything it is just uh it, it's 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 bad it's cheating it's cheating, period, and they're not doing anything. Uh, we had Mike uh, Clemens on to talk Rasul Douglas in a little uh, little while ago. Also, Peter Bukowski from the Lockdown Packers podcast, both of which agree you just got rid of one of your leaders and a guy that cared and really wanted to win. Why? You know? And then uh, a buddy of mine, uh, actually Justin, who lives up here in the Wasa area, he texted me, and it was kind of that was my point coming into this hour. Okay. What you're going to hear from Goody, like Mike said, is, well, you know, they called, they were in need, and we kind of worked the deal out, and yada, yada. And then the question becomes, well, if that's the case, and as Peter said, well, they'll spin it as, well, when this team gets good, he's going to be over 30. He's probably not going to be here anyway, you know. And we got, you know, high capital for him because, you know, he's he's worth he's a, a commodity. And, okay, if that's the case, then why didn't you get rid of more? Why didn't you get rid of more? Why didn't you get rid of Aaron Jones? Why didn't you get rid of him? Same thing, same scenario. Why? Because he took a deal to stay. He's been pro-Packer for pretty much the entire time. He hasn't spoken out. That's the reason. Because the guy that spoke out and kind of pointed the finger and said certain things. And, And Mike Clements brought up an incredibly good point and an observation within the locker room. And if you missed it, we'll we'll play that again later on. But Mike said, and, and for those of you that go to the Packers.com and, and read all the red China notes, so if you go to Packers.com, um, there's different reporters that are hired by the Packers that report on, they work for the Packers, and they work on the Packers website. Okay? So, and they're supposed to be reporters just like you and I, just like Mike and just like, you know, Rob Domofsky and Tom Silverstein and Tom Oates and all these other guys that are in there on the daily, okay? They're supposed to be reporters. But Mike said they've been overdoing the interview, just like all the other media members have, with Rasul Douglas the last few times, getting all the questions, getting all the video for the website, and yet they haven't posted any of it. Why? One, I've been telling you, Red China, baby. They're only going to tell you what they want you to hear. Two, now you got spies in a locker room. 
working for the team. Now you got spies in the locker room working for the team. How about that? If I'm in that locker, and then you have Jay, you're going, I, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to get in trouble. You got guys, you got people in the locker room now. You're This is like, you know, you speaking out and saying, you know, you're not lying, you're not making it up, and you're not giving away state secrets. You're just saying just there's stuff that's wrong here. And instead of dealing with the message, they're going to shoot the messenger. They're going to shoot the messenger, man. That's that that sometimes when I'm not saying there's a corruption there. What I'm saying is, is there is this such overabundance of self-awareness. And and this outward perception of what we want to be, we're owned by the people, run by the people. It's it's crap. They are. Unbelievably sensitive to anything that's said about them. Now, a lot of teams are. Don't get me wrong. I know that. I talk to a lot of people. But sometimes you got to look in the mirror and go, you know what? This just isn't right. What's the problem? And we all knew. We, we all saw the cracks cracks in the, in the facade to begin with when Goody didn't even use Joe Barry by name during the, during the offseason. Not me. Talked about talent. Talent on the field. Talent's there. Got to put more pressure on a quarterback. Got to figure. Got to figure ways out. In other words, talent's there. Coaching has to figure a way out. So anyway, that being said, uh, Rasul Douglas now in Buffalo. Hey, he's going to a team that uh, they're playing on Sunday night, taking on Cincinnati down to Paycor. I don't know if he's going to be playing or not, but all of a sudden he finds himself right in the mix uh, of a chase on a good team that's considered one of the top five in the AFC. Probably heading to the to the postseason, so they'll act like they're doing him a favor. Hey, well, you know, hey, we wish him nothing but the best. That's great. We we think he he was awesome. We paid him, but we don't need that leadership. We don't need a guy who cares. We don't need a guy who wants to win. We don't need a guy who points out the problems. That fourth one. That's what got you canned. Because otherwise, why not Why not get rid of Aaron Jones? Why not get rid of your outside linebacker and Preston Smith? Why not have the fire sale, Devondre Campbell? Teams are out there looking for defenders all damn day long. You could have stockpiled so many of your such valued golden ticket draft picks that this team would have been rolling in it come next year, and all that salary would have been off the books. Why not? Why not do a whole whole fire sale? Why not? Why not? So, I, I'm just telling you, it's that's the reason why. Say what you want, but that's the reason why. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Oh, what else do we have? We got a lot of people. Uh, Larry says, was Rasul Douglas an all-pro? No, why? What does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with anything? That doesn't mean anything. He was one of your better players. 
Like Mike Clemens said, he's got the most interceptions on your team since the day he arrived. <laughs> Come on, man. Was he perfect? No. He came came to the Packers basically off a of practice squad. But he played well. He got paid. Who else you want to go with back there? You got somebody better? I mean, if you're trying to at least have and, – and, and this is the other thing, and I brought this up to Peter Bukowski. After the game, and, and I don't even know, and I know Grant Bills is back there probably scrambling, but after the game, if you have it, Grant, let me know. Jordan Love, had, uh, during his postgame presser, had said that that he and Rasul were walking off the field. And he quoted Rasul Douglas, this conversation. And he, he talked about how, yeah, Rasul and I, we're, we're, we're right there. Because I even made it a poll question. Do you believe that the Packers are right there? This is the quarterback of your team, the guy you traded up to get, the guy that ignited all the controversy. Not himself, but just the pick itself. That situation exposed all of this. And this guy is relying upon the conversation he has with Rasul Douglas to relay the conversation to you and I to say, we're right there. Take a listen. We pretty much just talked about that, that we're, we're right there. You know, he talked about he, he wished he had a couple plays back. The defense wished they had a couple plays back that, you know, would be game-changing plays. And I said the same thing, you know, we're too inconsistent right now on offense. We're not making plays. You know, we have ops, and we're just not capitalizing, and that's everybody. But we pretty much just said we're right there. Your offensive and defensive leaders get together and say, I missed a couple, you missed a couple, I missed a couple, we're, we're offensively, defensively, but we're right there. These are two guys collaborating, trying to, you know, who care? Get out. Don't need them. Get out. 877-867-1670, If you want to give us a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. I uh, got a lot of emails, uh, a lot a lot to get to. Uh, here's the one thing I will say is when you write them angry and you throw a lot of expletives in there, I can't read it that way. Just remember that. So if I try to put it on the air, I can't read it that way. Right? Uh, Paul says we should have got something better than a third-round draft ch- uh, draft pick. Uh, the list of third-rounders uh, still on this team is terrible. Sean Ryan, Amari Rogers, Josiah Aguara, Jay Sternberger, Oren Burks. Uh, I'm telling you, it has been the place that third-round draft choices go to die. The third round on, on this team is awful. Now, you always have optimism if you're a general manager, man. That you're you're looking at the value chart going, oh, that third round pick. You're salivating over it. But you gotta turn it into something. What you're supposed to do as a general manager is your first rounder gotta be the guy. Gotta be the guy. Your second and third rounder, you don't mess with too much. Usually your second rounder's kind of a, a question as to where you place him. Your third rounder you should be hitting on. And then where you make your other bones is in that fifth or sixth or seventh round. You know, you find that guy, that diamond in the rough. But but you take the best available. But you, you don't try to outsmart people. You just take the best available, right? And for some reason, it's it's been a miss, man. Been a miss. First rounder's been okay. Second rounder's, eh. Third rounder's, death. 
fourth rounders, fifth rounders, sixth rounders been a little bit better. But uh, yeah, but you're looking at the you're looking at the chart, and you're saying, okay, what's the value? And the minute the Buffalo Bills <laughs> said, hey, we'll give you a third rounder, you should have went. You know what? I will take three fourth rounders, or I'll take three fifth rounders instead. Because third round has been abysmal. Just abysmal. 877-867-1670. want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Give us a shout. Uh, just an example, okay? And I, I have the list here, just oddly enough. Okay. You're a third rounder. I still have some faith in Tucker Craft. I've seen some good things. Okay, so we'll see. Sean Ryan suspended his first season perennial backup ever since Amari Rogers cut after a year remember what Aaron Rodgers said yeah he's just a punt returner <laughs> Josiah DeGuara that Swiss Army knife they, that Matt LaFleur and the Matt LaFleur offense they were going to utilize and they were going to bring him from every different angle and they were going to pull it out just get, we need a corkscrew we need a screwdriver we need a knife and we need a Phillips head and we need a regular screwdriver we need a scissors and we need something to pry stuff out of our teeth and the tooth but you, he's that guy Elton Jenkins was a second-rounder, not a third-rounder, by the way, Dave, because you had two first-rounders that year. Elton Jenkins was a second-rounder. Your third-rounder that same year was the mighty Jay Sternberger. Yeah, how are we looking? Then it was Oren Burks. Oren Burks didn't really do much here in Green Bay. He's kind of found a little bit of a rejuvenation since he's left here, but nothing here. Don't How can we possibly forget about Montrevious Adams? Hmm. The mighty Kyler Fackrell. Ty Montgomery, not bad. Not great, but not bad. But really didn't last. Then you've got two. Not one, but two going back to 2014 because you had Kyrie Thornton. I'm sure all everybody's got those Thornton jerseys out there. And then there was Richard Rodgers. Now. As long as you left the word Rogers on the back, you were okay. But the minute you put the number to it, then you knew you were screwed because if it wasn't 12, you weren't going anywhere. Let's go uh, to uh, 2013, by the way. They were a little more successful because you had the Dayton Jones, <laughs> the mighty Dayton Jones of the first rounder, Eddie Lacy, the second rounder, David Bakhtiari they took in the fourth, not the third. So he was the third pick, but he was in the fourth round. Again, they do better. Same thing, they traded away in 2012, the third rounder. The third rounder in 2011, the mighty Alex Green. Not a mon, Alex. Morgan Burnett was okay. Morgan Burnett, though, he was the guy that gets the pick in the uh, infamous 2014 NFC Championship game, gets the pick, and for whatever reason, Julius Peppers yelled, go down, go down. Morgan Burnett, I would say, okay, he's okay. He's okay. Third rounder was Jermichael Finley. He turned out to be okay. He wasn't too bad. Um... James Jones, Aaron Rouse, both in the third round. So after 2000 and we'll say 10, 2011 through 2013 have been abysmal. I couldn't even get that word all the way out. So there you have it. 877-867-1670, that's kind of your rundown. So you kind of kind of get the sense as to what's going on. So when you get the the third round draft pitch, uh, uh, pick, and you kind of go, yes, we got, and then you go, oh, oh, you know, you can't, can't do it.
That's like uh, you you got a girlfriend. She's smoking hot, right? Smoking hot. And you're like, oh, God, this is the one. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. And you ask her to marry you. She says yes. And then as time goes on, as you get towards the wedding, you find out she's kind of a freak, you know. But you're in it. You're like, ah, you know, we're going to recapture that love. Okay, it's, it's going to work. And then you find out your wedding day. You d- determine that wedding day is going to be, you know, March 5th. Okay, March 5th. And then about a month before your wedding, your buddy calls you up and he says, you know what? You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. I have been given backstage passes to the trifecta of concerts. The Rolling Stones, Bruce Springsteen, U2. They've invited us backstage. We get to hang with Mick. We get to hang with Bruce. We're going to be back there with Bono and the gang. We're going to be back there. We're backstage, man. They've invited. There's only five people in the world that have been invited, and you and I are going, brother. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. This is the trip of a lifetime. When is it? And he says, man, it's March 5th. Ah! Oh! Oh, God, I'm marrying this girl that I'm not even sure about. Now I can't go because i got to get married to the girl I'm not sure about. That That's a third-round draft pick in Green Bay. That's what it is. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Good to have you back. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. If you are looking in, say, the 5, 6, 7 county area around Milwaukee, uh, look for a home. Or maybe to sell your home. I got a great guy for you. Great guy. Mikey Whitcomb. Mikey is a biker. He's a straight shooter, uh, man of God, and uh, but he uh, he is really good at what he does and worked with me for a while. Uh, I'm sure I was a big pain in his ass, but he just smiled and, and got it done. And I couldn't have been happier. Could not have been happier. Advised me the whole way. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, tried to talk me into something that I talked myself out of, and it turns out he was right and I was wrong. So uh, it, it was just. Um, a great experience, and if you're looking for somebody really good and reliable and uh, that's going to work as hard as they possibly can for you, that's the guy, Mikey Whitcomb, 414-243-1976, 414-243-1976. Get a hold of Mikey. He's just a, just a really, really good dude and uh, exit realty. Mikey Whitcomb, 414-243-1976. There you go. Um, 
How'd you like to be the Bears? Bears had to fire uh, their offensive coordinator. Was it offensive coordinator? Who who did they fire for uh, for behavior? So, which I thought was extremely. I didn't even funny. remember. I read the tweet this morning. I don't even remember who it was, but I remember the tweet in the report specifying this is a different uh, issue, not the one related to Allen Williams, the defensive coordinator. Uh, two separate right. things, two two separate problems going yeah. on. I'm like, I think oh, it was okay. A running back Thanks coach, for clarifying, David Walker. Yeah. Yeah, the human resources department had to get involved. <laughs> Which, oh man, um, yeah. Apparently, he was reprimanded one other time. I, if I'm, I believe it correct, I think it's the running backs coach David Walker. But apparently, he had been reprimanded before for something that he does, or or the way he talks, or something in the workplace. I don't know what it was. But uh, he's the second assistant coach to leave this season because of issues. I <laughs> uh, remember it was their uh, defensive coordinator, Alan Williams. I think he was the one. He was the one that said he had to leave and be with his family after the reports of FBI investigations and all that kind of stuff started to surface. What the hell is going on? I mean, I guess for all the goofiness we have going on uh, up in Green Bay, you know. Right now, the bottom feeders in the NFC North uh, are just like the catch and jammer kids, man. It's just like, what the hell is going on? You know, if uh, if you played the Lombardi clip of his saying, what the hell is going on out there? It'd be correct pretty much at a shotgun approach at this point, uh, because you've got uh, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings season kind of going down the tubes. The Lions are ex- at least playing well and taking command of what otherwise is a bad division. The Bears... <laughs> They they are not good, and they got coaches being let go and fired and investigated and everything else going on. And meanwhile, the Packers, anybody that tells the truth is being jettisoned. I mean, good God. Good God. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, let's go to Dave listening to it right here in the backyard that is Marshfield. Dave, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Main reason I called, I just wanted to welcome you to town. We're proud to have you. No, glad to be here. Glad to be back after so many years, too. Yeah, and as long as I got you on here, I'm just going to make a couple of comments. Uh, I think you're spot on with Douglas. That thing is starting to look like Keystone Cops over there, and it's like, wow, really? And the other deal is uh, yesterday when you were talking about, this is just a little trivia thing, yesterday when you were talking about how they drag out that uh, Star-Spangled Banner when they're singing it, uh, oh yeah, I got a son that's a F, I got a son that's a F eighteen pilot, and they cue that thing so that on the last note they're supposed to be right over the top of the stadium, and he was saying the same thing you were. He's like, man, when they drag that thing off, it's like, okay, okay, slow these beasts down because they're all cueing off the lead guy, or they get to the last bar and all of a sudden they start speeding it up and they're trying to get all those things over the top of it. He said, can't anybody just <laughs> sing that thing the way it's supposed to be sung so we can do this right? Anyway, exactly. Uh, welcome to town. I'm looking forward to seeing you tonight. And uh, any special cigars you want me to bring, let me know. No, any cigar is a good cigar, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And we look forward to seeing you as well. That That's great. Good stuff. And we'll see you tonight. Appreciate the phone call. Awesome stuff. Cigars tonight. I can live with that. I'll tell you that right damn now. That's good stuff. Uh, let's go to Brent listening to us in Madison. Brent, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks for getting me on. Uh, great show today. So good. I had to call in for Thank my you. first time. Sure. And I have a question for you. So, obviously, the Packers season is not what we had hoped for. 
and we're starting to see them turn into sellers a little bit. Um, so we need somebody to write the ships. My question for you is, is it, do we still have a shot at, at bringing Jim Leonard here? Um, he's not in a permanent, he hasn't found a permanent landing spot. And do we think he passed the first time because he still thought he'd get that Badger head coaching job? I'm just wondering if it's a possibility. That's something to hope for, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I appreciate the phone call. I'll answer you here real quick. Uh, the answer is yes. You still have an opportunity uh, because he's considered a special assistant to uh, to Brett Bielema for the University of Illinois. But I think for the majority of time, he still stays and remains in Wisconsin, and he gets all the film, he gets all the stuff that he needs, and then pays attention to it, advises them, and kind of goes from there. He's working. He's giving them the benefit of his knowledge, but I think he's waiting for the right job. And he might have even been saying, hey, I'm not going to take anything right now because I want to see how this works out in Green Bay. He did turn it down, and from what I understood, was he turned it down because had things gone right, the way it was supposed to happen was Paul Christ was supposed to have success, Jim was going to remain, and then eventually Paul was going to retire. And and then the reins were going to be turned over to Jim Leonard. At least that was kind of like what the thought was. Uh, and obviously that didn't happen. So that – and, you know, part of it is, is you know, uh, Luke Fickle wanted Trestle uh, in there and wanted Jim to be a part of the staff. And Jim just said, you know what, it's probably not good. We could have a difference of opinions – Obviously, he's not happy that, you know, he's going to be working for the guy when he thought he was going to have the job. Um, so it's probably it's just like, hey, go go do your own thing and best of luck to you. And hopefully you know, Wisconsin has success, but uh, I'll move on. And now, now he's getting paid to kind of telecommute from Wisconsin to Champaign, Illinois. But the answer to your question is, yeah, I still have a shot. Uh, and I would assume he's going to be a candidate that's going to get interviewed, not necessarily for the head coaching job, but for a defensive coordinator. Uh, and then they'll kind of go from there because I'm – from what I understand, they really liked him. Um, it's just that I he thought he was going to be, you know, in succession for the Wisconsin job. So uh, I would not uh, put it out of the realm of possibility that he then, again, yes, does get a call and at some point, like I said, is at least able to interview for that position. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us? Do it. Go ahead and give us a shout. We would love to hear from you. Hey, uh, they had a, uh, a nice uh, group of people this past weekend for the costume party that they had over at the Social House, H-A-U-S, on West Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. And again, this weekend, they're going to have a good group of people watching the Packers game and hoping for a better outcome. Good breakfasts on Sunday as well. But to any time, you're looking for a fun time and a, just a really good, well-run, pleasant place to go neighborhood bar, that is, uh, or pub. The Social House, H-A-U-S, House, over there on West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. And Dan Dellen, his, his wife, and everybody that work over there. I mean, I just, you know, it, Allison is, they're all fantastic people. So if I, I keep telling you to go in, say hi, tell them we sent you, and you'll see exactly what I've been telling you for a while now. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas. Prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 11 I tell you all the time, whenever we travel, that one of the great things about the state of Wisconsin, and it's based in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and that is Quick Trip. I uh, I had dinner with uh, at Quick Trip last night. Uh, people were asking me during in the stream where I went to dinner last night. I got to town and basically uh, I grabbed a. I'm, we're trying to eat healthy, and uh, Kristen and I were both. Uh, you know, she's in far better shape than I am. But uh, we're both getting back into shape and working out and, and eating right. And she was calling me last night and saying, hey, you know, don't don't load up somewhere. Don't go to dinner and load. You know, you're going to hate yourself. And uh, so I said, okay, you know. And uh, I got to town, and they have those little power packs uh, where they have the fruit and they have, you know, the cheese and a couple of crackers. And so I had one of those, and uh, which was fantastic. And I can always pick one of those up at Quick Trip and got the waters for the room last night. Uh, I, I love the big southern sweet tea, uh, the Arizona sweet tea. So I grabbed one of those, a couple of things I needed, filled up, and uh, and then got into the hotel and went down to the lobby, into the lobby area, and had uh, dinner at the restaurant last night and had a big salad, so I, I stayed healthy. But uh, just, uh, God, every time you pull into Quick Trip, and when my friends come to town and they go there, they're like, wow, this is – and I said try, try their burgers, but more so try the fried chicken because it's really good. Everything about Quick Trip is just awesome. It just is. You know, we, we just you, we're so lucky that when we get a chance to travel the state that we have that to go to almost at every other exit down the highway. So thanks to our friends at Quick Trip for uh, also, again, taking care of us on this quick trip. So just great, great, great stuff. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, EG says Bucky's is the best gas station ever. Nay, nay. Quick Trip again voted best in the country. So, you know. There you go. Just so you know. Um, this one is from a Mark. Uh, Mark says, uh, your assessment of the Green Bay Packers is pretty much dead on. I've been saying it for years, but I've been more critical of the front office. How come you have not been? Because I, I try to look at things in a reality. And I, I don't make the emotional judgment because it's easy to say things suck, fire everybody. You know, and that doesn't cure the problem a lot of the time because you don't know. You don't know if it's one person or another person or if somebody's doing a good job or a bit. You got to wait and let things kind of play out to make a better based judgment. And, you know, for people that get mad at the organization and they want to blame Mark Murphy. 
You know, I, I've always protected Mark in the sense of his job. And, and, and what, what, what bothers me is when people say, well, Bob Harlan was great. Okay. Bob Harlan did exactly what Mark is doing. Bob Harlan hired Ron Wolf. And now hindsight being what it is, you look at Ron and you go, wow, what a great job. He hired Mike Holmgren, who then brought in also Reggie White. And then, uh, you know, Ron saw something in Brett Favre. And the next thing you know, we're, we got a title again. That's true, hindsight being what it is. But what Bob did was he looked at things the way they were with the group with Lindy and Fonnie and company, and they said, you know, we need to put football people in charge of football operations. We need a general manager. We need a structure. We, de- we then need a head coach. We need a structure. And we need to have collaboration. But I'm going to run the business of football. I run the Packers as a business entity. And our business is based upon the product on the field which is not getting it done. And everything then spins off the business that we sell, which is Green Bay Packer football. Our business is not about merchandising first and then building a team around what we think will be the best merchandise. It is about building a team, getting people to watch us, pay attention to us, like us again, love us again, and then the merchandise and everything else will trail behind. And that's exactly what he did. And his advice to Mark Murphy was, you're in charge uh, of a storied organization, hire good football people, and then get the hell out of the way. And so they had Ted, and Ted drifted, and things got sideways, and Mark said, you know, I can't completely get the hell out of the way or bad things can happen on my watch. So let me put my arms around all of this. It's not meaning that I'm the one making the decisions. It means that everybody is going to be somewhat transparent, and we're going to be able to talk about things. Rather than having Ted at the end of the hall with the door closed, Mike downstairs in the coach's office, who finds out about trades through the media, players don't know who to talk to because Ted's got an ear. You know, there's there's guys lurking around in that locker room. They, they've got ears, man. So they feel like they're segregated in some way. And meanwhile, the general manager sitting in his office thinking everything's great because he's got the people in place, but they're not even talking. So that's the reason you need to knock down the silos. So when you talk about the franchise and Mark Murphy, it's profitable. It's stable. There's no, you know, there's no 10-year plan to say this team isn't going to be here anymore if we don't do this. They've expounded upon the stadium, the, the areas around the stadium. They've generated revenue in many different facets. They've made it so strong, this team – unless it absolutely goes financially under and can't afford it anymore and has to have somebody buy it, this team's not going anywhere. Bob Harlan was in fear that this team would be going somewhere. It was coming to that kind of an apex. He got everything passed, the stadium was built, and now it's up to Mark to run it for the business of football. And that's what Mark has done well. So you can't say it's been a total fiasco because Mark is not responsible for just the play on the field. He's responsible for the financial stability of the team as a whole so that the the, the fans of the Green Bay Packers, of all of Wisconsin and beyond, it remains in Green Bay. And so on that note, I applaud him. Uh, for the firing of Mike McCarthy, it was difficult, I know. The hiring of Matt LaFleur, it massaged the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and the team. You know, and they had a lot of success, right? So 
for that, I can't I can't say, oh, it's been terrible, because it hasn't been. You have to realize the reality of what the job is. But right now they're in a they're in a downturn. I, I can't disagree with that. You know? But remember, and I'm not downplaying it because we have as a fan of the Green Bay Packers, a certain standard. It's winning. It's success. It's it's doing things well and better than a lot of other teams in the National Football League. And being up there in the echelons of, for the Patriots a long time and Kansas City for a long time and, you know, the sustained success. Of the, but remember, the NFL is built to tear you down and then build you back up and then tear you down and build you back up. The fact that they've had sustained success for three decades is phenomenal. Phenomenal. When you look at so many different franchises that don't have championships over the last 30 years, you know, um, there's been a lot of success in Green Bay. And for that, yeah, at times when people say Packers fans are spoiled, yeah, so what? We have a standard. Our team has held itself to a higher standard of being successful. I don't like some of the things that's come with it. I agree with that. But I understand it. I hate it, but I understand it. So that I I get the frustration, but I don't go crazy on. When you start to look at the actual results of the people in place to handle specific things, the reality of the job, what is your job? What is Russ Ball's job? Russ Ball's job is to make sure that the financial stability of the payroll is intact and they have wiggle room. I think they've done that pretty well. They probably they, they front-loaded deals and they knew they were going to take their lumps with Aaron Rodgers. They did it. They take their one-year one lump. They don't have to pay that thing out over years and years and years and and they're in salary cap jail like the, the 49ers were when they got rid of everybody after the DeBartolo. The, the they're not in salary cap jail. One year, one year, in and out, bang. That's a speeding ticket, man. That's it. Pay your dues and you're done. Brian Gudikins, his job is to get the best possible personnel and put them on the field. You, people are starting to question, where are the playmakers? Well, Brian Gudikins, who the general manager is the general manager, he's sitting in uh, his office saying, look, I, I believe I still have really good players on this team. So where does that trickle to? Down to the coordinators, down to the head coach. The head coach, like Peter Bukowski said, trying to do too much, scattered. Our our terms were disarray and disorganized and maybe not even prepared. Maybe some bad decisions on coaching moves, keeping Joe Barry, uh, elevating Steno. You know? So there's a lot there, and it's have you done your job? That's it. That's it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up live here in Marshfield. And uh, loving every minute of it. Love it. Uh, big time. Which, over my shoulder, the point sign, Point Brewing. Yeah, that's right. Point Brewing up in this area. Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Right here in our own backyard. they got the snow pilot that's coming out now. Uh, the Oktoberfest beer is done, by the way. But they still have that unbelievable Cider Boys. Uh, cider Boys First Press is the best cider out there. Hard cider out there. But. The Cider Boys Caramel Apple, man, just pour it all over yourselves and let people lick you. It's that good. It's that good. Good stuff from our friends at Stevens Point and Point Brewing, brewing excellence since 1857. 
covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The all-new Pottawatomie Casino Hotel has something you gotta see. Play more slots and games, and you could say, "Show me the money!" to reveal up to ten grand each Thursday. Eight hundred thousand in prizes is up for grabs. Forty winners each week. This October and November at Pottawatomie, Milwaukee, when you're ready to win, just say, show me the money. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Welcome back, our friends at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. They uh, they have something, uh, a weekly special every week. All you got to do is find them on Facebook. But, man, they've got uh, catering going on right now. If you have a holiday party coming up of any type, they say uh, let them know. They'd be happy to cater that for you. So if you got a business out in Lake Country or any of the surrounding areas, for that matter, Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews, they can uh, they can bring it. They've got the food truck. they got all kinds of good stuff. Check them out. County Road K in Oconomowoc. Tom and his staff are awesome. Awesome people out there. Good stuff from Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. Uh, and uh, Stone Bank. Stone Bank, Wisconsin, technically. But uh, right there in Oconomowoc. And good people, great food. And uh, we, i got to get out there. I've been out there in a while. Got to get out that way. Um. The uh, Michael says uh, the bottom line is Goody's going to inevitably go down with the Jordan Love ship. It, the minute it was chosen, the minute it was chosen, that was his legacy. That was his legacy. For everything else that he's done and all the good uh, free agent pickups that he's made, and what they've been able to accomplish, um, the legacy is the Jordan Love pick. We think that's true, even if he takes Drake May third overall this year and they start building with him moving forward? Um, as of right now, yeah. I mean, if if they do that and they get Drake May and suddenly things are good again, then he'll be the guy that made a mistake and then turned the franchise back around after turning it around. Uh, but if, if, if they would do that, now that's a great big if. You know what I mean? Um you you tell me like like the way like if you had to make a draft choice today and you had top three pick would you be taking another quarterback? Oh yeah, if the Packers are that bad this year and they're in the top three, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I and, absolutely would. And that's not because I think Jordan Love is trash necessarily, but I I would rather reset the rookie clock on an elite prospect and build around him moving forward than like okay, so Jordan Love at best is what the twelfth or fifteenth best quarterback in the NFL. I don't want to settle for that when you have a top three pick and an opportunity to get the next guy. No, that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would take a quarterback, and then I would say we are officially in the re-mode, re restock, rebuild, retool, whatever kind of adjective you want to put behind it. But that's that's what I would do, you know. Yeah. But I would also – I'll say this um, – if I'm doing that and this season ends the way it's kind of heading, I would be hard-pressed to keep the coaching staff. Only for the fact that if I'm going to rebuild, I'm starting over. I'm, I'm scratching it. Because I'm not going to fire the defensive coordinator 
and have another bad season and maybe a team that looks like they are scattered again. And what coordinator is going to want to come in and take over a team when you may not even be here the year after because we're blowing out the head coach? It becomes a very difficult proposition. I mean, it's it's life in the NFL, and people understand that. I I, I, I get it. But it's kind of like when they re-upped Mike Pettin. Mike Pettin then did not see eye-to-eye with Matt LaFleur, and suddenly Mike Pettin's looking for a job. And he's out. When he was brought in with, with McCarthy, and he even said at the time he, he was a little leery because, you know, he still wanted the job, don't get me wrong, but he was like, eh, you know, I, I don't – I hope Mike's here. And then when he wasn't, they didn't bring him back, you know. So I, I'd be a little leery if, if I'm a coordinator saying, oh, that's the perfect situation for me. Now, if you're an assistant and you get a coordinator's job, you take the job, of course. Uh, it's kind of like getting a head coaching job. You really don't want to turn it down. But, yeah, I, uh, I man, I, I don't know if I wouldn't blow everybody out. And if you do blow everybody, if you don't, let's say let's say you you come down out of the uh, out of the front office and you tell you know Matt Lafleur, look, Steno, he either goes back to being a line coach or he's he's gone, not a not an offensive coordinator. Your offense is in a shambles. You need another mind in here. Uh, Barry gone, you know all that. And now you're forcing him to work with guys that maybe he doesn't want to work with. You know, I, I it just it's it, sometimes it's better to say blow it out and then start over and then kind of see what happens. Sometimes you got to throw the baby out of the bathwater. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. They've been a good two hours, too. Man, it's been quality stuff today. Mark Schofield, SB Nation. We're going to talk with him about everything. The Bears and their dealing, the trades that have gone down, the Packers and where they're at, the firing of Josh McDaniels out there in Vegas and the shambles it is, the – Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, I mean, there's so much on the docket today, it's not even funny. Stay tuned. We're loaded, loaded here in Marshfield. We'll be at Nuts Deep 2 tonight, 6 to 8. We can't wait to see you as a face of the crowd. Stay right where you're at. We'll be back right after this.